Ready Polars. Ready Polars. Yep, that's us. Did I tell y'all how I woke up this morning and I almost shit my pants? No. No. Okay, so I wake up this morning and like, it's like six o'clock or whatever. And I'm like, just lying down peacefully, like the Disney princess I am. Um, and I feel something crawling on my ear and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And so I like slap the side of my head like three times or whatever. And I grab what I think is something and I like throw it off of my ear or whatever. And then I'm like, turn on the living room lights or whatever. And, um, it was just my hair. I hate you so much. <laughs> I really hate you. But I was like still asleep. So I was like. I think I'm dying. What the fuck is this or whatever? And like, this is Georgia. So like bugs are here. So yeah. But yeah, that's basically wow. that. Um, okay. So yeah, let's get it started, guys. Uh, I'm BJ. I'm Keenan. I'm Don. And this is Petty Polars. That is P-E-T-T-Y-P-O-L-L-E-R-S. And this week we are talking about DCOMs. And if you don't know what DCOMs yeah. are, those are Disney Channel original movies. I said, let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Dun, 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 bang, bang. Let's Into watch. your room. You know you want to bang, yeah. bang. All over you. You know you want to. <laughs> no? I don't know why it's... I think that happened so hard. Is that not how the song went? I don't, I don't think that's how it was. Oh. How have I written really now? Because I'm not familiar with said song. So. You really don't know the song? I know Bang Bang, not the original Disney Channel song. Oh. And it's literally just continuation of let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. That's the entire song. Okay, cute. Mm -hmm. And it hits hard. It does hit hard. <laughs> wait, wait. Have you seen have you seen like the the like intro of it at least? No? no. Okay, I got you. I don't think you can play because it's probably copyrighted. DJ. You said what? Okay, are you I said, you only can play his probably copyrighted. Oh, I'm not going to play the music. I just wanted to see him, uh, okay. the boy, do the split. Do you think that's copyrighted? Can I not show that? Yeah. Oh, oh. We're just going to stop sharing. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> your nails are cute. Thank you. Okay, okay. so what is the... Okay, never mind. They're not cute. Um, what's the first DCOM you remember watching? Uh, I'm not going to have one because I was a child and I don't remember the very first one. I that you really can remember, remember watching. I don't have, like, a, at that time in my brain, I didn't have a recollection of what DCOMs actually were. I just said there were movies like, on TV that I lived. Um, Probably the Proud Family movie. Is that considered a DCOM? Really? 
That's the first one. Yeah. Mm. My the first memory might be Cadet Kelly. I think mine was Halloween Town. No, I remember watching Under Wraps. Let me pull out a list so I can compare these years. List, I, rem uh, I remember uh, the movie Under Wraps, which was about like this mummy or whatever who like escaped or some shit. And um, it was it was interesting. I'm a liar. Mine was definitely Halloween Town, but then right after that, Xenon Girls 21st Century, I remember I watched that on premiere night. We'd love mm. to see it. I remember that. Actually, no, I lied. I would have saw Cheetah Girls first. Uh, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Yeah, I would have saw that one first. Not because I wanted to, but because my sister's right to it. Not even one album the Cheetah Girls were even seeing them. Wait, did you, <laughs> did you at least like it? Um, See, I didn't really watch it um only watched it in passing but i watched it recently so i can like prepare for this podcast and now i did not like it <laughs> <laughs> oh wait there's a fun fact about the cheetah girls um there's a what there's a fun fact about the cheetah girls since Is we're talking whitney about houston it whitney houston did something with it right this is not, I really, I'm pretty sure she's a producer. I'm pretty Wait. sure she's a what? Okay, so the the Cheetah Girls, uh, the film producers, Whitney Houston, Deborah Martin, Chase, Jacqueline, jo George. All right, come on, um, Whitney. Right? She also produced their, uh, their album. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she produced the Princess Diaries. Was she? Right? That's so interesting. Okay, Whitney. Mom was out there uh, working. She said crack ain't cheap. <laughs> no, she said quack is whack. Crack is cheap. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I misquoted the queen. Both of you. Was there a Disney Channel movie that you were just like, every time it came on, you were just, and turn? You were what? Turn? Like change the channel? Yes. Um, I mean, like the X Games ones, I'm not into. Like, yeah, I would have. Motocross. Anything sports. But like the 13th year that involves basketball or um, swimming. I live for the thirteenth year. The Disney, the Disney no, movie. Luck of the Irish. I think I'm Luck of the Irish. My bad. Luck of the Irish. Oh yeah, but the thirteenth year is a Disney movie. Um, is it a decon? It's a decon. When did it come out? Um, I'm at ninety nine. I didn't know that. Oh no. Okay. Well, yeah. I actually like it. There it is. Oh, you can watch it. You can watch it right on. Oh. All right. Yeah, the 13th uh, year, he was a swimmer. I Actually, then the fun facts, he had to get his license to film this movie. Then the third, no. Yeah, his scuba diving. What? What were you saying, Keenan? Nothing, sorry. Yeah, but um, so for me, just like you said, uh, could not watch Brink. Um, could not watch Johnny Tsunami because. Yeah. 
Yeah, literally anything that involved like some type of sport as like its overarching theme, I was just like out of. Yeah. yeah. But a movie that I remember being wet to was Quince. I was like, oh my God, yes, Marnie, take care of those kids. Yeah, I'm up in that good I, I take that back. 13th year is my first Disney Channel movie that I watched. Sure. Wait, Phantom of the Megaplex? That's no, the 13th, 13th year. Oh, no, I was talking about Don. Oh, sorry. Phantom of the Megaplex makes me wet. I rewatched like three months ago and I was still wet. Okay, <laughs> so even though you didn't really watch DCOMs, uh, Keenan, is there a DCOM that you live for? All of the, all of the Descendants and High School Musical 1. <laughs> and 3, really. No, that's not DCOM. High School Musical 1 and all of the Descendants. High School Musical 3 is a DCOM, I think. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It went straight to Disney, Disney Channel movie. Because it's not straight to... Because that was in... Oh, the 3 released in the theaters. Oh, yeah. I think See, he's I right. Remember, I don't remember the numbers. I just the one that was released in... I thought 4 was released in theaters. I don't know how many there were. That's the fourth one? I didn't know. I thought there were four. No. High School Musical 2. Yeah. High School Musical 3 never came out. Yeah. On thing. Ew, there was a Camp Rock 2. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's really bad. Rock on. Um, who did you guys like from Disney Channel original movies that you guys really just pop off with like a certain actor or actress like you were just like this is my bitch i'm gonna i'm a ride for this bitch at the time Vivian Simone was the bitch she was that bitch on disney channel oh she really was so i would have to stand with that one with don definitely raven simone out of all of them yeah, working honey <laughs> followed yeah, she, closely by corbin blue and zach efron she really was the beyonce of disney channel um but mine actually was Marnie. Like, Ken, from Halloween Town. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I loved her. And I followed her with like anything that she did with Disney. I was like, that's my bitch. I get it. I get it. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was the butt chin. Maybe it was like her understanding her grandmother. I don't know. I mean, like, None of her roles really like stand out to me. Like her and Quince, she doesn't really stand out that much. She's the big sister. Of course she stands out. Like I said, none of her roles really do. <laughs> Wait, let me see. What else? Kimberly J. Brown. What else was she in? The Halloween Town thing of the day. She was in a couple. No, she's not in that much, actually. Bringing Down the House. Um. Bugs Life. Let me see. I can actually pull up. As oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it. It's just far and in between. Yeah. <laughs> How was she in that Bugs Life? Uh, she was. Where is she? Oh, oh, I think she's a very minor character. She was not even listed. She was in it, just not a major character. Bless her heart. Um, she didn't do anything major enough to make on the notable casting list for this fact sheet I made for the movie for the next for the decom podcast. 
<laughs> was not in anything. And to list off some things people have been done, yeah, like I even have some Ninja Turtles. Um, hey Arnold, she was not in nothing major enough to be credited on IMDb like that or Wikipedia. Okay, so. well, she also reminded me of that white woman from Charmed, Piper. So, and once again, that's not saying much. Okay, that's fine, but she looks like so her. Wait, and- so you, so so you wrote for this girl because she reminds you of a character and a. A, a, a unpopular character in another TV show? Not an yes. unpopular actress in another TV show, that's what you're telling me. Yes. I, I don't, I can't see that. I don't know what that's doing for me. It's okay, wait one second, hold on, hold on. I got you. We've both, we've seen Piper. We've both watched, so I've seen at least one episode of Charm before. Oh, that's not Piper, that's Marnie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that kind of further proves the point. <laughs> exactly. So I honestly, you know what? Now, now that I'm thinking about it, because I think I did think she was Piper. I think she grew up to be. I thought she grew up to be Piper. Now I think saying that, yeah, okay. Um, my favorite character from a Disney Channel original movie is Debbie Allen. Who's Debbie Allen. Which one? She was. Oh, I guess Hocus Pocus doesn't count, right? Hocus Pocus is not a decon. Girl, what is wrong with you? I actually even asked y'all about the, this too. Have the list in front of you on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Y'all are gonna, y'all are about to like, okay, hold on. Because I wasn't, okay. What? This about to be some ass. Yes, it actually is. Um, I was talking about Debbie Reynolds. Oh my god. Okay, well, this will be my last episode on the podcast. um, (laughs) Because I cannot be associated with anyone who confuses Debbie Reynolds and Debbie Allen. So on their own. No, 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 no. no. So like I I was thinking Debbie or whatever, and I think the last Debbie that I heard from was Debbie Allen because of the Christmas performance. But Debbie Allen's so iconic. How can you get her mixed up with a white woman? Debbie Reynolds. To be fair, I don't know much about Debbie Allen. Like, I'm not really in, like... So you're thinking on culture? Actually, yes. I, I am. You like, know on black culture? Yes. I, I, I Do you am. know anything Debbie Allen has done? Or what she's famous for? She uh, danced under a very popular man who gave her a chance, right? And see, uh, if you weren't on your damn phone during Thanksgiving, you would have watched the hot chocolate documentary with I was watching. You were right there on your fucking phone. You could have learned some facts about Debbie Allen. But you decided to be on your phone and not get that cold. <laughs> I did watch it. I was just also Apparently I was also I was also sidetracked by Chloe. I'm sorry. Chloe who? My sister's niece. Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> and, and. So you chose Damn. shout out to Chloe, Don's niece. <laughs> but you retain nothing from that like a beautiful out of half talk community it was actually really beautiful Al- alvin ailey the next time you talk to me i'm gonna need a, a Wait, full report she, on debbie did allen she, did she perform no, under yours, alvin uh, you're always too late i'm not answering any more questions about debbie but that's allen correct right i'm not answering any more questions about debbie allen to you <laughs> educate yourself <laughs> on a 
iconic black actor, singer, a and dancer. True iconic, a true icon in dance and acting industry, like fully actually. And change the industry. Like I don't understand. Like you do not know who this bitch is. Do you even know who her famous sister is? Oh my god, that's like crying. No. Who's her famous sister? I'm not answering any questions about Debbie Allen, so you guys get yourself on her. I'm not doing this. I just feel like I'm tripped up that you got Debbie Reynolds and Debbie Allen mixed up. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it wasn't like I did not have Debbie Allen's face in my head at all. It was always Debbie Reynolds or whatever. And I was thinking, like, oh, like bad okay. bitch Halloween time. Do you even know what what Debbie Reynolds is famous for? You said what? Do you even know what Debbie Reynolds is famous for? To me, Halloween Town. Fuck her actual career of singing and dancing. Yeah. Can we move on? I'm pissed. <laughs> Fuck her actual talent when she was wearing out the movies, constantly twirling and singing. Wearing the out the movies. Another iconic uh, female dancer. Do you know who, what famous dancer she danced under? <laughs> or rather, beside, rather. No, you don't. Who Damn. was it? Nope, I answer any more questions about any of the Debbies in this episode until you educate yourself. I just feel like I'm being attacked right now because oh, like oh. you're being attacked. Like, you're this being is attacked. like <laughs> this you know is why? heavy because this is heavy like you can click on the movie and read the name Debbie Reynolds right there. You're already on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. I wasn't. I'm not on Wikipedia anymore or whatever. It's in your history, right? You can go right to your history and find it. <laughs> okay, and that's why I corrected myself and I said Debbie Reynolds. Okay, Ooh. but no, like, because both of y'all, like, have dance background and y'all are both heavy with musical theater. I am not heavy with either of those things. Weren't you literally twirling upside down um, in college? With aerial silks that I learned literally two weeks before the play, and that someone else wrote. You know but what? You know what though? I'm not easy because once again I repeat, you were right next to me on the other couch while a whole documentary about Debbie Allen played on the massive. TV. We're not talking about Thanksgiving here. We're talking about like our background, like before Thanksgiving, okay. like literally the day before Thanksgiving, and but before that, like I didn't do, I didn't do oh, musical theater or anything like that. that. I did. Wait, you said what? Before Thanksgiving. You said what? We watched that before Thanksgiving. We're talking about the month of October and okay. before. <laughs> <laughs> like one more day, and then we left the day after that. Okay, so we're talking about literally October and before. I just don't have a musical theater background, and I but do. See- I do understand like Debbie Allen is literally like an icon or whatever, but also I didn't grow up, like I was kind of deprived about like black history or whatever, literally like all of the culture that I got from like black history was literally like blues and um, blues, some jazz, but not a lot. And it wasn't really heavy on like actresses or dancers or anything like that. And I don't, I don't fault anyone else for not teaching me that because I definitely could have like, you know, sought this out myself, but I didn't have like, I didn't have the exposure to want to seek that out. All right. As long as you know you're in culture. 
I just ask me this one. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on after this one question. Have you seen, you seen the Cosby Show, right? Yes. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Next question. Oh my god. Yeah, questionnaire. He'll be answering X of these questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> with like what are did you guys actually learn any lessons from like Disney Channel original movies? Because like I think like alongside with them being, you know, like funny or comical, everything like that, kind of scary sometimes, blah, blah, blah. There was supposed to be a message. Like, is there any message that like stands out when you think of a DCOM in particular? Other uh, than the color of friendship, don't say that. No, mm -mm. we're not talking about that. <laughs> the color of friendship. <laughs> you said what, Don? Where are they from Africa? <laughs> what? That white book said the N word if they're from Africa. Mm -hmm. That's what no. No, we're not. What we're movie not is that, that from? The Color oh, of Friendship. It's a full scene because I rewatched it and it's a full scene where she says "nigger" fully, and I was like, "Oh my!" Like legit. That's on Disney Plus right now as we speak. <laughs> I, I don't. Mm, I, we're not talking about the Color of Friendship. Any other movie? Um, I mean, yeah, lessons like um, what kind of Irish about was like like loving your heritage and. Respecting where you're from, movies mm -hmm. like Smart House, Don't Be a Little Bitch. <laughs> or I'm Up, Up and Away and Descendants 1, Don't Judge a Book by its cover. How'd you, what do you think about Up, Up and Away, Keenan? Did you watch it? I liked it. It was cheap. I mean, I liked it probably mostly because it featured like a, a large black cast, but also I thought it was, I mean, for what it is, it was incredibly cheesy. Or straight uh, to me. <laughs> right, exactly. I was a little taken back by it, but then I was like, Oh, then once I got into it, I was like, okay. So I can say that as a child, I would have liked that much more than Cheetah Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to read the Cheetah Girls because I know they, they they have stands and they are iconic for what they do. It's not only so much that it's supposed to, it was just like the constant, it was just constant about the movie of like them just happen to be dressed the same way and randomly <laughs> showing up at the same park. Even though all four of them are like doing completely different things all across the city, that just worked. That just took me oh, out. A girl's whole character arc was that she wrote the subway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So in Jump In, um, in Jump In, like, I want to say. Corbin Blue. Yeah, with yeah. Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say that like it was like a thing. He was being too girly if he was focusing on double dutch instead of boxing, which was like the gender norm. And like he like stepped outside of that finally or whatever, even though his dad was very toxic. Um, but like it was, it was literally like it's okay to like go outside of the norm. And also, you don't know what someone else is going through because like the person that he had to fight, I want to say, had like hard like time at home and everything like that. I, I, I think I remember that from that movie. And I really, I really, also, I just really enjoyed Kiki Palmer. I mean, I think, I don't think Disney movies inherently have a lesson they're trying to teach, but I think some end up teaching lessons. Yeah, I guess so. Just play like I said, I don't really see the less lesson in it. Yeah. Um, well, I know the lesson in smart houses, white people just get what white people want. Isn't that the lesson in most movies starring white people? No, the lesson in smart house is that white people own people can keep white people down. Because Pat gets them in check. She's the only person that gets them in check. 
the well hmm, i know it was not a decom but i i do know that in um in a movie it, it it literally talks about um just how you never know what someone is going through and like who who shows up as representation um in atlantis and like how milo's story was really just ahead of its time it it honestly it taught me so much like so much um i, knew it. I, I think i will talk more about that later right after the questions <laughs> right after the questions i'll talk about how milo taught me so much what's the next question <laughs> um were there like were there any movies where you just when you were you just like wow my black ass really can't relate to this and i don't understand what's going on here um any any um x game movie or <laughs> movie i really didn't like those there are, there are a few of them um, for right now halloween town <laughs> okay your black christian ass couldn't understand it Okay, so first of all, what we're not, we're not going to do is bring Christianity to it. Um, I couldn't Oh, no, 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 no. I brought Christianity into it. Literally, it was from a personal experience. My grandma would not let me watch it when it first came out. Oh, no. My mother was not that strict whatsoever. I could have watched it just fine. My mother was wasn't. Those, my grandma was. I, um, uh, so that was one of those fortunate families that could watch Harry Potter when it was coming out. I was like, like, because it's, you know, uh, Satan. I'm like, okay, but it's a book. Like, I don't know how I'm making these references, but all right. <laughs> yeah, really reaching, stretch before you reach. Well, that, and actually, the funny thing is, okay, sidebar on that one. I fully, I actually, to prove a point to my, actually, one of the few arguments I want with my mother, um, I fully, was like, we can call the pastor right now, called him in the middle of the night to settle <laughs> this dispute. And he was like, no, it's fine, as long as y'all not actively out there trying to, like, do witchcraft, it's just a story. I'm like, thank you so much. Boom. <laughs> Harry Potter came out in 2001. That'll be Go relevant on. later. Okay. Um, but, be that as, but be that as it may, um, what was the original question? I forgot now. Oh, Halloween Town. Yeah, no, Halloween Town, is, I think because of the dynamic between like the mother and the grandmother kind of just threw me off. Yeah. And like how, and like the, um, how the mother, from what I remember, because I just watched this in passing, and then I was always doing something. The movie wasn't that interesting to keep my attention the whole time. Oh, I just never really got down to why she was so against her, her children being, her daughters being witches. And I will say, I'm like, she was playing a dangerous game because let them find out they could have been witches past 13. I'm like, so you just want, and then, and then just like, oh yeah, you don't have your powers. Like, I did it, I did it for the best of you. I'm like, oh, if I was learning, I'm gonna cuss her fully out and be pissed. And yes, I'm being, and I would do everything in your power to, in my power to make your life a living hell. Because why? <laughs> I could have been a bad bitch. Well, but know, now, really, mm -hmm. like, any like relationship that's with a mother that's not like positive, you don't relate to at all. Like, I don't get no. it. No, I don't get it. Because especially Kansas possibly with, with your mother, I do think she is actually like the best person in the world. Be like, I can't relate. I don't understand why you're mad at her. Who? <laughs> what? What'd you say? Because you had like one of the best issues with your mother, but you think she is one of the best people on this earth living. And so I can't relate to you not liking her for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
also commenting on the Halloween Town, uh, I think, yeah, that's something that I couldn't understand more than the grandmother and the mother's relationship because I kind of saw that like relationship sort of kind of play out with my mom and grandma. Like mm -hmm. it was Marnie talking back to her mom and like trying to put her mom in her place for me that I was just like, and then right after he got out of the house and leave? <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> I do not get that at all. Like you lived and your mother was okay with you. Like, no. Mm -mm. Don, any, oh. any, do you want to go in depth in any of the movies that like you just did not understand because why? No, it was pretty much like I didn't like sports and like I sitting here and watch somebody be really passionate about motocross and I'm like, mm really would rather be outside <laughs> also cheetah also cheetah girls warming out too really thinking about the relationship between those three between the four friends and how like i understand that raven really was trying to like you know run the shit like she really was trying to work that out but i'm like girl these are your, these will be your good judies you don't treat friends this way the fuck is your problem you saw money you saw potential money i okay. was like oh i think one slight one for me is like most of the, okay, not most of the Disney movies, but like in the Disney movies where like the parents hired a babysitter to like go out. Like in my experience, that wasn't the case. It was literally just like a sibling or a cousin or like you're about to go to your grandma's house. Like it was never like hired a person that I didn't know to come watch you or whatever. It was literally like, okay, you're old enough now. So don't fuck up or your sister will be watching you or you're going to grandma's house. So like, I was always just like- Most like babysitting, it may be strangers, but a lot of people, especially in suburbs, it's your neighbor's daughter or your friend who's their neighbor's daughter. And now you know somebody you know trusts them. So it's not like some stranger off the street. It's somebody where their parents are down the road where something pops off, you can go get their parents and collect them or like somebody you know something you. So I was like, I think it's rare to find an actual stranger and so, to come and leave the kids with. See, even I mean, with that, it was literally like, you can just go to your aunt or your grandma's house for me. Wait, I need some context. What movie are you talking about specifically? Or what was it? Um, I don't understand. I don't understand what the idea of a babysitter is. Why, why is that weird to you? Um, it just never, it never happened for me that way. It was literally like, I'm going to someone's house, like my grandma or my aunt's house, or my sister would watch me or whatever. But like, no. It, it wasn't like any other, like, number one, they weren't paid or whatever. Like, it was just like, okay, you're just going here or whatever. Number two, it was like, it was a family member, not not like, you know, a neighbor or anything like that. But um, this also could just be like my black experience in Arkansas or whatever. Um, but I'm mostly talking about, was it mom has a date with a vampire? They hired a babysitter, right? I'm trying to remember if they hired one or if the sister's supposed to be the babysitter. Mm -hmm. He has an older sister and she gets in trouble for something. I'm pretty sure his sister's supposed to be the babysitter because I think she wants to go to some fair. I think she can't because the mom's going on a date and she's a babysitter. So I'm pretty sure that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Um, why does it say? Uh... I get what you're saying, BJ. 
It says Don on both of these things. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was just saying BJ, but like, um, I've had plenty of babysitters that weren't family, but mostly because there was a when I used to live in California, I wasn't around any of my family. It was just me, my parents, and my sisters at the time. The rest of my family lived in the Midwest. So we had to, there was just, like Don said, there's like some teenage girl in the neighborhood that my parents happened to know or someone who came in with recommendations. Um, and even then when I moved to Indianapolis, we really didn't have family around like that for us to be babies. It was like always like the lady across the street or, or we'd go to somebody else's house. Mm. That's like not a family member. But I do get what you're saying though, because when I when we did live in Gary, Indiana and I was surrounded by my family, obviously it'd be like, oh, you're going to your cousin's house or they're coming over here or you're going to grandma's house or right. you just want to drop you off at church and then the church will watch you. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, and even with those days, don't miss those. <laughs> even, uh, even with me also, it was just like, so when I lived in my hometown, it was like all family. But when I moved away and there was no family, it was just like, you're old enough to watch yourself. You know what to do. You know what you yeah. would get your ass beat for. Do it. <laughs> So yeah, that was always confusing to me. I was just like, huh, okay, I guess, okay. Mm, white people hire people. Black people hire people too. But for me, from my experiences from television, it was always oh. white people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so, what? <laughs> yeah. This is about my story, bitch. I just told you about my family hire. <laughs> I was like, my parents hire a babysitter. Yeah. A few, actually. But it was my media view. Like I hadn't oh. experienced anyone being hired. Like literally if my sister had asked my mom for money, she would probably be like, anyway, girl, I'll see you later. But that's- when my mom started working, my sister got paid for watching us. Well, she got actual money. She said she got paid for watching us because mama was on the phone the whole time, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice bothered. <laughs> Oh, you know? Do you guys have any questions about DCOMs? Um, what was the hype about Cheetah Girls? I'm really just kind of confused. I think it was, okay. Oh wait, no, 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 I have one. No, no, wait, I have one that's even better than that. We're gonna scratch that one all together because I truly don't care. But it was just giving me an opening to drag them real quick. But also, <laughs> is Raven, is Raven Simone like, like, is she actually biracial? Because in the context of the movie, she is. She is, right? But like, in real life, is she? Simone. I hate her name. Simone. I apologize, Raven. You ever come across this? Raven Simone. I do apologize. Now, also, now that you mentioned, because I did research on this, but you mentioned that it's your business. It is your business. And it truly is. But I am just interested to know. She's not biracial well she's african-american right like she's black she's she's black both her parents are black so i okay well i don't understand why in the script writing they decided to do that but no it's loud and stupid like this is her dad oh nope can't see it i keep doing that my bad this is her dad Okay. He's a light-skinned black man. And then her mom is a beautiful black woman. This is her mother and her brother with her. 
Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, hmm, that is weird. But, That's a weird. But, I mean, we weren't, I know we weren't so like, you know, deep in um, people like, you know, like that back in the early 2000s. But also even still though, I, like, I just thought there was an interesting plot point to try to be multicultural. You have like, you have like, a, you have Latina, her whole thing about being Latina, like her Latina experience. Dorinda being like, so a foster child, but Dorinda's like, why? And um, the other black girl, what's her name? Oh yeah. Her, like how she was like, she's black and smart, <laughs> but then Raven was like, but you're mad. It's like, oh, my biracial queen. I'm like, is she though? She's in a lip eye ratio. What? Okay, so you have Dorinda, you have Gabriella. Wait, is it Gabriella? Mm -hmm. Gabriella sounds Galleria. Like you got Galleria. 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 You got uh, Chuchi, which was the Adrian Vilo's character. And you have, hi, how are you? I'm, re I'm recording my podcast. What does that mean? He ugly. Um, I don't know the other black girl's name. She does have a song called The Sex was Spectacular, though. I do know that. No. The Sex was Spectacular. I'm screaming. She doesn't have a song. You ever heard of Keenan? No. Girl, do you have a favorite after this? I'm going to YouTube and watch a good three minute video. <laughs> everything. You really don't have to, Keenan. You don't have to watch that. <laughs> don't don't subject yourself. I, I I will I will do that. If not and not and um after this then sometime soon. But yeah, I just don't understand why the writers thought that was so important to be like to, at that point. Like why can't they just be like two black people, or just two black girls? Or Aqua. Aqua, that was her name. Who actually I stand for though, because she was about that. Because she was about she better than me. Because um. She gave um, Galleria time to um, get Raven together. I would have gotten her together immediately. Oh yeah, she like, was the only one. She was the only one that was challenging Raven. She was just like, because Raven was full of shit. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Especially, oh, when she was telling Doe that she needed to like change her clothes. Girl, I was like, I was like, not you. <laughs> wow, I feel like. Um, High School Musical would have been better if there was a heavier black cast. Mm -hmm. I agree. I can, I can go behind it. Go on. All the actors are fully from Utah. You said what? I said, to be fair, all the actors are fully from Utah. Oh, they are? A High School Musical? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they don't know that. That's why a bunch of people like from Disney used to be back at dancers in High School Musical because they're from Utah. Gross. See, and my thing is, like, if, I don't know, I, I feel like High School Musical was released when Disney was blacker. I, wait, hold on, pause. I thought they felt, I thought that I schooled it, maybe I got this wrong, but this, no, never mind, I did get it wrong, because the setting of it was in New Mexico. I was like, I thought they filmed in New Mexico, but the setting is not, okay, got it, I'm back now. You are saying? I was just saying, I feel like High School Musical, wasn't it, when, wasn't, didn't it come out when like Disney was like much blacker? Define much blacker. Mm, so like you have like That's a Raven, The Cheetah Girls, you have The Proud Family, you have Smart Guy, wait, what? Came out in 06. The Proud Family movie came out in 05, Twitches came out in 05. 
Um, yeah, there was just like there was heavier like black content on Disney at one point to where it was just like, damn, like this is urban. Um, and I just feel like an urban high school musical would have just been chef's kiss. Yeah, but even though Disney was blacker, they were still like it was still pretty diverse, and I don't think they would have greenlit a whole movie about that. And honestly, at that time, that was diverse for Disney because remember Vanessa Hudgens. Is playing a Latina character. Um, the main guy was white. Then we have the smart Her black best girl. was black. Yeah. And then you had Corbin Blue, which is like racially ambiguous, but he's fully mixed. And then his and the other guy with the, like the whole um, bacon thing, black. Zeke. Zeke. So, yeah. And to be fair, Disney standards, they were diverse. And by most TV standards, they were diverse. Yeah, and, no, like, I mean, they still are pretty diverse because, like, even the stuff that they're, like, making now, you know, like, has, like, a lot of different, like, ethnicities and, like, uh, like racial identities and religion and everything like that. But I just, I would, me, at that time, 2006, sixth grade, I would have I liked High School Musical but Black. I wonder if maybe you would like Taina better. Taina? Yeah, it's like if it's like a um, I think she's black or mixed. This girl, she's it's her experience in a in like the fame school. It was on Nickelodeon. Mm. It lasted like one or two seasons. I probably would have liked it then. And she's supposed to be like a, she's supposed to be a singer. Yeah. Uh, Don, anything that like you're questioning about Disney or like would have liked to see in a decom or maybe should have never been a project or um, about maybe, Milo Thatch? Maybe should have never been a project. Let me peruse this really quickly. I'm sure there's something that I could do. Keenan, those Are clavicles. They, those what? Those clavicles. Yes, honey, get into them, right? Honestly, the whole chest area, like. Honey, like, she has dropped the COVID weight, bitch. So go ahead and like, look like butch. All right, why would I do that? Like, just do it. Honestly, I don't have like a real. <sighs> okay, trade, okay. <laughs> Not this, and then you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're coughing up blood because you can't get this mask up too long. <laughs> Are we going to talk about somebody can't keep up for, for too long? Hey, this is Dawn. So, <laughs> oh my God, it's a full sidebar. It has nothing to do about decom, but I have to the story. So, yesterday I was at the pool, right? And we're talking about that at one time. <laughs> We got a noise game playing on us when we were playing a villainous. And Tom was like, yeah, everybody's like, laugh is so deep. And I'm like, literally, it's me, Keenan, Alex, and Tom. I'm like, we all scream. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still mad. I said, I said, okay, Todd, go off. Meanwhile, me and Alex actually cackling. Like, nobody has a deep laugh. <laughs> all right. We're all screaming queens. We're flame homosexuals. We all right. screaming. <laughs> All right, it's in my sidebar. But the decom that I want to rep is Gotta Kick It Up. That was that bitch I did live for that movie. Gotta Kick It Up? That sounds fun. What was that one? It was with, um, oh, I can never say the girl's name. Amira Ferreira. Ferreira. I mean, what's it about? It's about this little dance team at the school. Oh, it's everything. Okay. Little dance and it's like, DJ. it's like a, uh, well, I've seen it. Um, it wasn't a musical, though. It um, was. I just think, 
when I talk about High School Musical, I just wish the music was blacker, honestly. Um, but yes, for Gotta Kick It Up, like it was about like this underprivileged, like, like school. And it's like, they had to like overcome odds to get a little dancing together. It was cute. Also, um, my bad, I stopped because I was editing, <laughs> editing um, the other day and I was going through and Ronald was just like, we should just, no, I said to Ronald, I said, we should take a shot every time I say like, and literally within a five minute like theme, there was probably 32 shots that we would have taken. <laughs> I was oh like, oh, see? Do you have time? Do you ever take a public speaking course? I did. And did they never like try to eradicate that from your? They did, they tried. You're just fighting hard against things you're taught. Just fighting mm -hmm. hard. I got a B because of it. Wow. It was my likes and ums. And you just never eradicated it. You just kept it rocking. Mm -hmm. Love that for it, you. Love that. It makes me more personable. Does it though? I don't think it does. It really does it. Mm -hmm. If anything, I think it, if not even that, I think it distracts from your actual message. Oh, yeah. I think absolutely. literally what it is. Therefore, not making you personable because people are not hearing what you're saying. People what? always hear what I say. You know, you're adding these placeholders and instead of saying actual words, you're wasting my time. <laughs> and people get taken out of what you're trying to say, therefore not making you, making you less personable. It doesn't really take away, it only adds. Definitely. No, it takes away. No, I think it's- Literally it adds words, it adds well, words. Well, if you listen to, obviously you didn't listen to your public speaking class, because Daddy would have talked to you about within like the first two months. Um. Also, that lady was literally thinking she was the lady from Freedom Riders and she thought she was gonna change this black school and she didn't, bless her heart, but she didn't. Must be the reason why you got the B. <laughs> I think I had the highest grade in the class. I had an 89. Well, my public speaking course, I got an A in, so. Hey, honey. <laughs> I also don't speak in public. You got a hundred percent. Okay, up. Let's get to the ads. Grab mine. Um, <sighs> Screen I, I will. Go ahead. Oh, wait, no. Go go to Taisha. All right, y'all. This is it. This is it. Um, we're going to be wrapping up Taisha's coloring book. It's Taisha Bradley. That's T-Y-E-E-S-H-A-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. She has several coloring books. Oh, Don has it up, so I didn't have to grab mine. Work. Several coloring books featuring Black people doing fabulous things. This one that John is holding is one specifically geared to Black history. And if you go and if you go into um, within the pages, you get to get little um, tidbits of information on the things that you will be coloring. Um, all research. And this one that John is also holding up is Black Magic, starting Black people doing magical things. And it's featuring um, Black people doing hoodoo and voodoo and other witchcraft. Um, not really something you see in media often, like you're doing magic. Um, and again, you get a little bit of a history lesson on the how, how magic magic was in the black and still is, I guess, um, in the black community. Uh huh. Look, look, look at that. I'll research. They're fun coloring books. Actually, I have my own, and you can. Um, and they're also made for all ages and varying levels. So there's some really easy ones for me and some advanced ones for people who can who literally who can color in the lines because I can't do that. Um, yeah, Taisha Bradley, find her on Amazon Prime. Right on Amazon Prime, just type in her name and she comes up and ship it to you in two days, $10.
Get into it. Yes. Period. And baby Samson, for all those who care, um, is doing well. Yeah. Next, we have Rusty Nail Candle Company. Ooh. Uh, I wish I had a Rusty Nail. This right. is also the last day in the podcast. It's a little skinny. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Doc? This is also my last day in the podcast. <laughs> okay, so well owned business piece out of New York City from a Broadway customer. He's actually, I just fucked him this week. He's actually gearing up when he comes back to New York because he's helping his parents move. I mean, he's going back in like a few days and planning on starting his new set. So they're coming out soon. You can find him on Etsy, wow, and Instagram at Rusty Nail Candle Company. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I missed most of Taisha's uh, ad because I was so cold. So I had to go put on my shirt. What shirt you say? Pure golf. Pure golf. Yes, we love pure golf. Um, pure golf is a golfing company that teaches you about great form, like um, how to get the ball in the hole, which some of us need help with. Um, I don't, but some of us Are you do. Sure? Because you're not doing a hole in one with this advertisement. I was about to say, maybe Sarah should write you a script. <laughs> Sarah literally is just like, I don't know what he does. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, pure golf is simple. Honestly, like a really great place. And like when I tell you like their new merchandise is wonderful, this shirt, like it's basically like a body con shirt. Like it contours. I wish it didn't um, to your body really well. But the logo is cute. And I helped design it. Not me promoting myself. Like some people. I was going to see. I was going to say something. I'm like, oh, wait. Are we talking about pure golf or just the shirt? Because <laughs> I thought I wanted to go golfing, not buy apparel, which I could be once I get there. Yeah. I mean, why not like show up stunting in your pure golf gift? Uh from someone, I don't know, um, and go golf. Okay, next. That was rough. <laughs> oh. Speaking of rough, these lashes are rough, honey. I need my lashes done. Me too. Oh shit, I have a friend. Her name is Amber. She does lashes. I was trying to play along. No, but I didn't like the way it happened. Oh, okay, say it again. No, just keep going. Okay. <laughs> I have a friend, her name is Amber, and she missed movie night last night. Um, but it's so great because she does lashes and she does lash extensions, not the strips. So you never have to worry about like your whole ass eyelash coming off. So I don't really know the mechanics of it, but I do know it just extends your own lashes. And that's pretty interesting. Um, how do you get those? You go to Amber the Dancer on Instagram. And since I'm currently editing this video, I'll actually put it here. And then, um, you know, um, what would be better if I knew how to edit really well, if I like went to graphic de design school or anything like that, and I could like just do all of these 
nice and exciting graphics like my friend Ronald, who is at Ironic Designs and he does flyers, mainly for churches, but like also not just for churches because he like did this one flyer about like LGBTQIA plus black equals proud. And like it got shared all over Twitter. I think it's been shared over 10,000 times. So we love a viral uh, social media uh, graphic designer. And yeah, I think that's it, guys. Been time All for right. Also, hi, baby Samson. Ew. I'm only here for you. <laughs> okay. All right, petty always. Petty becomes. <clears throat> Do you know what DCOM stands for? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know it before Don told me about it, but yes, I know now. 80% said, let's watch a Disney Channel movie. And then 20% said, dark caverns on me. <laughs> I okay. hate myself. This might be my last day on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually watch them or were you lame? 75% said cooler than cool. And then 25% said big old lame O. I wish I was making these up. <laughs> Did you gear up for the release of new ones with the, sorry, of new ones with like snacks or were you normal? We could have just. What? Yeah. Did you like watch with snacks like release nights? Did you like make popcorn? Have oh no. no, no, I didn't either. My mom wasn't uh funding that. I, I did have a like mini watch party for high school musical though, but that was like the only one. Okay, I have a high school musical with my brother because we didn't want to watch it, so we will be watching it and we watch <laughs> here and the 10 o'clock we run right afterwards. <laughs> yes. I couldn't stay up that late, so I didn't. I didn't watch a rerun. If I missed a movie, I had it to wait till Friday, the next day. So it didn't really matter, huh? It was a Friday, so it didn't really matter to me. No, my mom was still just like, "You do have a bit time." Twenty-five <laughs> percent said very normal and didn't have snacks, and twenty-five percent said, "Um, I mean, High School Musical was big." Oh yay! Shout out to High School Musical. Word. How are you feeling about the later movies post 2008? I didn't know that they- The Descendants are great. I didn't know that they continued to make Disney Channel original movies. I knew they made movies on Disney, but I didn't know they were Disney Channel original. What does that mean by movies on Disney? So like every movie that like premiered on the Disney Channel doesn't like, count as a Disney Channel original movie. So I thought they were just making movies and then just putting them on Disney. Like I didn't I know I didn't know I didn't know Descendants was a Disney Channel original movie. I thought it was a movie like um I actually thought it premiered in theaters because it was so big or whatever and I thought they just brought it to Disney. Wait, okay, cuz I'm a little confused by the 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 sentence of Every movie that you didn't think that every movie that premiered on Disney Channel was an original Disney Channel movie. That doesn't make sense to me. Please explain that. Or did um, you just explain it? So, so even with like movies, like some movies that like premiered 
on Disney, like there are different type of sets or whatever. So like before 1999, there were movies that premiered on Disney that weren't decons or whatever. Like these were Disney Channel premiere films. So like from 1983 to 1997, those were only Disney Channel premiere films. And then they got like into like calling them Disney Channel original movies or whatever. And so like after High School Musical 2, I thought they moved on from calling them Disney Channel original movies and calling them some else type of movie, if that makes Wait, sense. Wait, it does. That makes more sense. However, wouldn't that still prior to 1999, like that just sounds like a rebranding to me. Yeah, and so I thought they kind of like rebranded it because like I always knew Disney Channel original movies by when they were introduced with the song, let's watch a Disney Channel movie, blah, blah, blah. And it will be introducing a Disney Channel original movie or whatever. So after oh. that went away, I didn't know that they were still like DCOMs. Like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. So I just thought they kind of like got rebranded into something else. Yeah. Thank you for explaining. No problem. Thank you for understanding or, you know, <laughs> like wanting to understand. 14% thinks that the movies post 2008 still slap. And 86% said they're definitely not bangers. What? I don't think most of them are bangers. I also okay. just haven't watched them. I'm just biased without watching. I'm a yeah, Trump supporter. You watch them. You I'm going to say that. What'd you say, Don? Oh, I said you will watch them. Oh, yeah. Why will, why will he? Like, I'm starting a podcast with you about every Disney animated feature film. I'm starting one with BJ about every DCOM. Oh, maybe I want to, like, watch every DCOM. Do you really? No, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I actually brought this up to Don, and he was just like, no, Keenan would be worn out. He <laughs> <laughs> not be worn out fucking <laughs> You were like, all right, if you want to, then I'm worn out. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, okay, you're worn out, but exactly. Keenan, you would also you. be like, so I have to record three podcasts within a week. Great. I'm so bucks. No, truly, I'm bucks. I wouldn't be alive. <laughs> Do you prefer the serious ones or the funny ones? Oh. Um, I would say I prefer the serious ones only because I don't consider Descendants or High School Musical funny. So if it's just those two, then I would. Honestly, that's just my standard for Disney Channel original movies: just High School Musical and Descendants. Really, everything else, <laughs> everything else is, is terrible in comparison. So I like both. <laughs> um, twenty-seven percent said both question mark, and seventy-three percent said both exclamation point. When did you stop watching DCOMs? <laughs> <laughs> Early 2000s for me. After High School Musical. Mine was early 2000. But then I picked up Descendants, but I wasn't watching DCOMs like that, so. <laughs> um, one person said early 2000s, 60% late 2000s. One person said stopped, question mark. Did anyone say never watch? Nobody said they never watched. Okay. What was the first ever decom? Tiger Town, Color of Friendship, Under Wraps, or Hocus Pocus? Sounds like Color of Friendship. 
Because Hocus Pocus wasn't a decom. The answer is under wraps. Oh, is it? I had no idea. The color picture came out in 99, 98, 99. No, 90, maybe 2000. Let me check. It's, it's one of the original, like one of the early ones, but not the first. I honestly did not know until I started like doing this, well, last week's um, like polls or whatever that Hocus Pocus wasn't a decom because I watched Hocus Pocus on Disney, I thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. this, but they played a movie every night. Yeah, I'm right because they, I mean they 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 run their Disney Renaissance on there regularly. Yeah, you know. So, so I was like real time. confused. I was like, wait, it wasn't a decom? What? No. But also, how old would you? You must have been like an infant when that came out, though. Because I was like a child when that movie came out. And when I tell you, I was living. Now looking back, I'm such a homosexual. But yeah, I know Batman really fucked that up. Wait, yeah. okay, let's see. Hocus Pocus, 1993 film. I wasn't thought yeah. of. Yeah, oh, see, I was a baby. Yeah, and you know, like, I, it was- a baby, I mean, I was 25, so. <laughs> there were definite <laughs> years, definite years that I was still not born. And actually, that probably one, I think that was, that was maybe one of the first, like, unanimated movies I liked. Yeah. You'd love to see it. Probably, it probably has singing in it. Well, they were not really singing, but that put a spell on you really slapped when I was five. I put a spell on you, and oh! now you're mine. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So long, guys. <laughs> and that's when Keenan knew he was a flaming homosexual. <laughs> oh, flaming, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these technically isn't a decom? Your options are Twitches. Now you see it. The Proud Family and Parents. Now you see it. It's not Now You See It, the blockbuster film that came out in theaters. That's loose. I feel like I, I felt this lad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clarify that before you um, answer. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, read the uh, answers again for Keenan. <sighs> read the answers again for Keenan. Uh, Twitches, now you see it, not the blockbuster, The Proud Family, and Parent Trap. Twitches? No, 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 take that back. Parent Trap. I don't Perfect. Oh, it is the Parent Trap. There is a decom oh. called Now You See It. Oh, yeah. Do you happen to know, do you happen to know when the, which Parent Trap are you talking about, um, BJ? I was talking about the one with, uh, oh, they're both Lindsay nice. Lohan. They're both not decons, BJ. I know. Oh, no, 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 no. I, no, he was saying which one was I talking about, but I was yeah. talking about the parent trap with <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. There's an original that I know not, about the original. Then why would you, why would it matter when you're talking about? Because they're both not decons. <laughs> because he asked me which one I was talking about. Your answer should have been both. They're both not decons. Oh, no, 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 no. I just thought he was talking about, like, in reference to this question, which parent trap was I talking about? Not like, not related to which one wasn't a decom, but I'm saying, like, which one was I talking about? I asked this question. I'm just I know that they're both... here. I'm not sliding here. And BJ, I ain't lying with John Square thinking because there was a trap to say one, which neither one would have been. <laughs> he was trying to trap you. No, no, no. And succeeded. Uh, I... <laughs> okay, but I just want to, I just wanted to clarify that I was answering that in this question I was talking about the parent trap with Lindsay 
That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. It just took me out and succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh my god. Highest rated decom. High school musical. High school musical two. Cheetah Girls or Cheetah Girls 2. I know this one. Wait, highest rated? Wait, what's the question again? Yeah, what is the highest rated decom? Oh, ooh, I don't actually know this one. I'm guessing high school musical two. You're correct. Ah! We blew the hose out the water. Yeah. <laughs> 17.2 million watchers, honey. Yes. They said we played it big wild. We said everybody all oh, for one. Now the summer has just. I also remember that song. Work. They they honestly just wanted to see the uh, the homosexual relationship between Corbin Blue and the white boy. See, I don't, I don't, Zach Efron. I don't think that. Do you read that as homosexual? Huh? Not Zach Efron, the homosexual one. Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan. I don't know the actual name. His name is Jeff. Like, is his name Jesse also, something? But also, um, no, because it wasn't that like they kind of had like a really weird thing in high school school too. But number one, not really. At all. No, I'm saying like they they really just kept watching because they wanted to see explore that relationship. Yeah. I might need to rewatch High School Musical 2 again, but I did not get that. They changed clothes. They changed clothes (laughs) after one of their musical performances. Wait, what was it? I don't dance clothes change. It literally said clothes switch, but either. Yeah. Anyways, don't matter. I wonder who was the bottom. Okay, so at first Ryan was wearing what Corbin Blue <laughs> is wearing, and then at some point they changed. Like they definitely had sex that- and was rushing to put on clothes. No, it wasn't. You said what? Don, you were asking me was that a real question? No, it wasn't a real question. I feel like him? I feel like Ryan was <laughs> the stand top. <laughs> We've seen it happen before. He's <laughs> <laughs> a sister, and when you have that you much. Power, what? No, honey, no. I know he's not a stand top. Sharp pace his sister. When you have that much of a dominance presence over your life, you can't emerge like that. He was in her shadow the entire life. Try to please her. Yes, I got a ten dollar and nineteen dollar tip. Yes, please. Yes. All right. Next question. What decom did you hate the most? Message if not listed. Your options are Cowbells, Cheetah Girls, One World, Brink, or Johnny Tsunami. I didn't watch any of those. So. Yeah, I didn't care for Brink. Didn't care for Johnny. I actually don't. I didn't watch any of those either. Cheetah Girls, One World, and I hate it, Brink and Johnny Tsunami. One person said Cowbells, three people said Cheetah Girls, One World, one person said Brink, and then two people said Johnny Tsunami. One World was so bad. All right, and then now, they tried to tour right after it. It was horrible. Um, Now we're going to do Versus. This week on Versus, we're breaking it down by year. 
So reversing people that came out in the same year, I believe. Is that correct? No. Okay. I said I was going to break it down by year, but where's the fun in that? Anyways, choose correctly. Right. Option number one is Johnny Tsunami versus Brink. I didn't see either of those. Either. Johnny Tsunami. I don't think Johnny Tsunami. Well, I said Johnny Tsunami because he was more attractive. I was going to say, I'm like for the Hawaiian, for the adult Hawaiian male extras on my own, probably Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> that I've seen within that movie. Yeah. 29% said Brink. 30, 71% said Johnny Tsunami. Number two, under, under wraps versus Don't Look Under the Bed. Didn't see that either. <laughs> I'd say don't look under the bed. I would also say don't look under the bed because of the title. It sounds like a ooh, like are you afraid of the dark? Kinda. Twenty-five percent said mummy's honey, and then seventy-five percent said don't look under the bed. My brain wasn't working fast enough. <laughs> Halloween Town versus Xenon. Ooh, this one's hard for me. Halloween Town. Technically, I didn't see Xenon, so by default, it has to be Halloween Channel. I honestly have to choose Halloween Town as well. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> um, 67% said Halloween Town, and 33% said, give me those CD disc earrings, honey. Um, the 13th year versus Smart House. The 13th year, absolutely. Smart House. It's only Smart House. 30% said they want to be merman, but, and then. I didn't know. I didn't say that. I didn't know. It's literally just a mermaid emoji. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's all I put. Of us are just crying that we can't afford to live in that smart house. Well, the gag is, <laughs> the gag is though, when I was a 13 year old and I first discovered the movie, I didn't want him to do me. want to get merman fuck. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, absolutely. I don't know what. Looking back on it, I was like, oh, I don't think he's that attractive. I'm also like a full grown man. But still, at that time, I was like, I don't know who he is, but he can have all of me. And I want to be a mermaid too. Because uh, The Little Mermaid's my favorite movie. So obviously, that's on brand with me, and I'm thinking about it. Uh, and, it was a and it was a movie about swimming, which means he was constantly shirtless. Ugh, my 13 year old self is wet. And so was. What'd you say? I said, and so was he. <laughs> Next up, Can of Worms versus Phantom of the Megaplex. Phantom of the Megaplex. I'm picking, I'm picking Phantom of the Megaplex because it reminds me of Phantom of the Opera, a musical that I thoroughly enjoy. Wasn't it trying to go off of Phantom of the Opera in a yeah, way? In a way, it was very much loosely based on the same premise of the story. Loose. Loose. Why? Wait, wait. Not was it just the one element of somebody living in the megaplex? Mm, there was a ghost in the megaplex. It was a movie theater. It was a premiere night for this big Hollywood movie coming to town. That's not really yeah. loose. The Phantom was supposed to be a ghost. Yeah, but that's where it stops. Yeah, if you if you saw the, <laughs> movie, <laughs> if you saw the movie, you would be like, "This is Brendan Weaver loose." <laughs> Which is one of my favorite DCOMs of all time, so it worked. Brendan Weaver Loose? <laughs> I think that's a sequel to Footloose. Okay, not Footloose. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> bitch, wait, because honestly, I did not try to make that pun, but I'm glad Ooh, I did. I, just, I, did. <laughs> uh, I need everyone in this world. A two point for BJ. That was cute. Good job, baby. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't try. I know. Can of worms, and then nine hundred said the fan of the Megaplex. Infinity <laughs> oh. <laughs> versus Sky High. What'd you say? Up, up in a way versus Sky High. Ooh, Sky High. Sky, sky High. But shout out to Up, Up and Away. I did enjoy that. It is really it. enjoyable. I just wish it came out later. Um, uh, I mean, but the thing is, like, wait, wait, was I think Sky High? No, Sky High was in the theater. It's like, you know, I'm almost positive Sky High is premiered in theaters. I know it did actually. Not on this list. <laughs> Bitch. I was like, wait. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, obviously, okay. So, Sky High will be better just because they had a bigger budget. And it's not in DCOM. So, up, up, and away. Yeah. That's what it's now to Sky Five. Because some <laughs> research. <laughs> Alley Cat Strike versus Motocross. Alley Cat Strike. That is my bitch. Motocross. I Ooh. literally. <laughs> that wasn't a fuck of you, but whatever. Go off, I guess. <laughs> the budget for Sky High, the budget for Sky High was $35 million. It looked like that it was. That's wild. Yeah, I wonder how the budget up up anyway was. Probably two pennies at a, a bag of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean those costumes was they dug that out of some some community theaters attic. Reuse bag of chips, honey. <laughs> <laughs> donation of the community. Wait, let me find out that Disney was just running around with like uh with camera crew just trying to randomly film without permit. <laughs> there was one movie that got a budget cut, but like a lot. Which one was it? It's one of the ones I was just doing. I don't know, but they had they had no money. They're like, here's some pennies, girl. Bye. Make a movie. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we need to release on this date in next year. So That's it. whatever whatever you have, that is that would be just Today. We're hitting play at 8 p.m. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't even want they didn't release any of Sky High. I mean, up up in a way. <laughs> they said payment. <laughs> what do you mean? Not this all the actors working for free. This was shot on a Nokia, and we got the actors literally because they needed a re-image. That's it. Was, there is a there is a, a show, no, it's a movie. It's um Spy Kids. The reason they got so many um talented stars in there, they're like, it's for the kids. It's one day of something for you. Come and film all your scenes today, honey. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. And the girl, <laughs> I remember the director was, but the director knew a lot of people. Not a lot of Cameron Diaz. Um, who else in the movie? Something high. Like big names are in that kids movie. Anthony Bagara. Holy. Um. So apparently they were like, we're gonna film this really quickly. Just come in and film, baby. Thank you. Not, not one day, day of filming. filming. Or not for like those tired projects where people just come in and film their scenes in one day. Next. Mm. And it works. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had the names in that kid's movie. <laughs> Who's that for? We didn't know who these people were. <laughs> we had no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Anthony Bandera. That's his name? It's Anthony something. Anyways, he could have had me as a child right now as an adult. Because one time I went, 
He was a daddy. As a daddy, I was wet. <laughs> All right. So 43% said Alec had strike, which is the only correct answer. And then 57% of people are homophobic. So, wow, we got a 50-50 split on two bad bitches. The color of friendship versus gotta kick it up. Gotta kick it up. I'm going to give it to gotta kick it up because it involves a black dancing, but I really haven't seen either. It, no, it's Latina. It's a Latin dancing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I haven't seen it. Latina dance group. That work. You yeah, said go anything over the color of friendship. <laughs> the color is just not a bad move. That's just that one scene is wild. I'm like, who? Who approved this? You said it's not a bad movie, but it's not a good one either. It, 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 no, it's a good movie. It actually does a lot of great things to talk about that need to be spoken on. Jessica Alba was in Spy Kids? It had the names, honey. Dr. Kebab. Esther Stallone. That's also interesting. Oh, it's right there. The Color of Friendship. Work. I guess I'm going to be watching soon. It's a, it's a quick watch. Um, that one scene is just rough, but the whole, the, the permissive movie is actually, they are teaching lessons, honey. Mm. Um, Step Sister from Planet Weird versus The Other Me. I don't think I remember seeing any of these movies. Me, right? Um, Sister from Planet Weird was basically about this like alien girl who's like kind of adopted into this family. And they're just like, damn, this bitch is kind of weird. And then she turns into a bubble and just fucking leaves. Um, the other me is literally about like this this boy who like cloned himself somehow, and like I think he was like a teenage heartthrob, but he wasn't. He was just white, um, and like he would like the clone was like defective or something. I don't know. I look. They were both white movies, and honestly, both of them were pretty much the same level of bad. I'm gonna admit from voting on this one. Results were saying that stepsister and Mr. Gibson said the other me. Xenon the sequel versus Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. This is uh, Halloween Town 2. Halloween Town still 2. Didn't see, still didn't see any of them, so. 47% said they still want their CD earrings. And then 53% said Calabar's Revenge. Period. Mom's got a date with a vampire versus the poof point. It's mom's got a date with a vampire for me. The poof point because it's black. I didn't still didn't see you. Only like vampire slaps, honey. I'm gonna say vampire because it gave this weird um because BJ had no idea that baby black could go higher. Ninety-two percent said mom's got a date with a vampire, and eight percent said the poof point. BJ said the poof point. It was just that. <laughs> the luck of the Irish versus Jet Jackson. I like Jet Jackson, but it's the luck of the Irish. It's luck of the Irish. I'm saying the luck of the Irish because of Celtic Fire. Shout out to Celtic Fire. They did. They did have a full um, Irish step dancing and everything. Mm-hmm. They did. I do. Think, work. I do think the 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 actor from Jet Jackson died. R.I.P. I think he committed suit. Did you, did you say lucky? No, I said R.I.P. Oh, I thought you said lucky. I was like, uh, okay. I'm not that evil on a recorded line. <laughs> recorded line. <laughs> 87% said lucky the Irish. 13% said Jack Jackson. 
Oh, Jet Jackson was adapted from the TV show. Because I was like, I remember watching a TV show, but I don't remember a movie. Get a clue versus Stuck in the Suburbs. They were both the same movie, by the way. Get a clue. Then still didn't see her. Oh, yeah. The actor died in 2013. Right. But... uh. Both of them, both of them, these movies feature Brenda Song. Work this song. Because Get a Clue had Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song and Stuck in the Suburbs was, I want to say, one of the Panabakers and Brenda Song. 62% said Get a Clue and then 38% said Stuck in the Suburbs. Uh, hey, this is unrelated, slightly. Um, BJ, have you seen Fame, the movie, not the new one, the old one? I didn't see the old one, but I did see the new one. Interesting. Keep going, John. Um, I only saw the new one because it was on bootleg. <laughs> Rightfully so. My favorite lesbian love story, Cadet Kelly versus the Eva Stevens movie. Neither. Okay, cool. so so um, it was Eva Stevens and Shia LaBeouf, but it didn't, it, right? It did. Okay. It wasn't about lesbians. Yes, it was. Have you rewatched it? Yes. Have you sat down and saw all the lesbian? She has a fuck. Okay, dude, you're not trying to lie to me and try to no. It's about. It lesbians. wasn't about lesbians, but I will say Cadet Kelly. About lesbian love. How's it, <laughs> how's it not? It was about friendship. No, the ape, the apes, the A plot is lesbian love. The B plot is Hilary Duff's family. Friendship, Cadet Kelly. You sound like a straight person. It's disgusting. Milo Thatch taught me a lot. Shut up, or I fight you. <laughs> um, Seventy-nine percent said they love their lesbian love story, and then twenty-one percent said Shia LaBeouf is a sexual abuser. The first oh. answer did not say that. The second one did. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off versus Quince. Ooh, Eddie's I, Million Dollar Cook-Off. Yes, I need that for me as well. I wanted to taste that purple whatever the fuck you made. I'm just trying to wait until we get to the get to the versus <laughs> I'm just waiting to, until we get to the versus of the descendants. Forty <laughs> percent said Million Dollar Cook-Off. These percent said all them damn cans. Pixel Perfect versus Read It in a Week. Pixel Perfect. Pixel Perfect? That had Phil of the Future in it. It sure did. That's why I smiled. 69% said they want Phil to fuck them. 31% said. No, no. It's a robot emoji. A robot emoji. What did you say, Don? They want Phil to fuck them. That's, that's what I said. What I that's what you said, not the answer. That's the answer. Let me pull up this Instagram right now. Oh, it's on the screen. <laughs> no, that's what it says. I'm sharing. Oh, you get on my nerves. You no, get on my nerves. It says right here. <laughs> right here. They want to fill the fuck them. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait. Could you say it verbatim what it says? That's they want to fill the fuck them. I want to fill the fuck me. You said they. He said I. I'm really trying to work on my... um. <laughs> my um, inclusivity as far as using the proper pronouns. You know, 
I'm not even trying, I'm being so serious. I really am. I'm glad but, you're being inclusive. What? <laughs> here's, one, like here's, here's one for you. The Cheetah Girls versus High School Musical. Okay, yay, High School Musical. You're gonna be mad at the results though. <laughs> I'm all choosing High School Musical. What about you, BJ? I am, I actually choose High School Musical, yeah. 73% said the Cheetah Girls. Well, 73% has no taste in music or production. <laughs> <laughs> in every way, and, you, and I can, we can break this down, see my scene, and everywhere has to be as close as the Cheetah Girls. I you know what though, but see the thing is it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not gonna downplay how iconic they are. I will say this, they are iconic. And they get extra points to be produced by Whitney Houston, but that's kind of where that stops. I think that maybe the story works a little bit better in Cheetah Girls. No, it does not. It absolutely does not. In what way does the story work better in Cheetah Girls than it does in high school musical? So it's about okay, so you have the <laughs> Okay, wait. You have the cheetah girls who tr are trying to make it big or whatever. You have the parents who are just like, we support you. However, y'all not about to get fucked over or whatever. And then you have like a riff within the group because one of them uh, starts feeling themselves too much and think they're Beyonce or whatever. And then like they come back together and realize like, damn, okay, we were actually really good when we were just doing this for fun. Okay. The reason why the story is not going to win because a, a major part of the story is that to get them back together, a dog had to be rescued from a subway. Yes. If that's a major plot point, that means you don't know how to write. That means your whole plot's terrible. No, Toto was important. There was a million the last... to get them to get together, and a dog in a hole was the worst one to choose. Yeah. And we're not, we also not going to sit here and talk about how. In their performances, all of a sudden shot like a music video. I was like, this that was just completely taken out. <laughs> and kept in context of the movie, I'm like, this makes no sense. Why is the background like, changing? It was shot like a 90s music video at and that. The jumpsuits are so popular, they just all casually happen to wear them. Why does everybody else have them? If they're just <laughs> and again, totally falling But these cheetah print jumpsuits and all these colors. If they are so popular that they are just casually wearing them. They're casually. all casually wearing them to go save Toto. So like, if they're so popular, at least one of the girls in this New York City would have them. Okay, but then again, you also have to ask yourself, why did all of the basketball team know choreo uh, choreography? Because, because that's a musical. The, but like, the Cheetah Girls, they weren't a part Chita, of the but Girls is the musical. Cheetah Girls is literally not a musical. High School Musical is a musical. It's a movie with music. That is not making a musical. It, it All, just, every movie that's not a musical. It doesn't have to make sense. Almost every movie that has music in it. Mm -hmm. it, so. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to make sense. Okay, <laughs> with, whatever. <laughs> 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 how much of a Trump supporter you are, day in and day out. <laughs> and also, <laughs> screaming. Next up, Xenon Z3 versus Halloween Town High. Xenon There's Z three movies of Xenon. Uh-huh, Xenon Z3. Honey, um, I'm also, no, I'm gonna, yeah. Wait, 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 no, no. I will go with Halloween Town High, I will. 33% said Xenon. 67% said, where's Kimberly? No, 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 no. She was still in this one. 
Return to Halloween Town. Oh. You have too many. There was four Halloween Towns. Now you see it versus Twitches. Twitches. Twitches well. Now you see it. Wow. Have you ever seen the movie? <laughs> I saw the blockbuster hit. <laughs> it's the face. <laughs> <laughs> I like Twitches because I was like, we're not talking about that. I was so magic, so it was Twitches for me. Now you see. Now you see. Now you see. Okay. Eight percent said now you see it, which is not the blockbuster hit. To clarify once again, and then Twitches. Kim Possible disappear, tap it twice, and say, "Oh dear." Kim Possible, so the so the drama versus the Proud Family movie. Ooh, I'm going with Proud Family. The Proud Family. I don't know. I almost want to go with Kim Possible only because I don't remember the Proud Family movie. This one with the peanuts. Huh? The peanuts. You remember Dancing Peanuts at all? And the no. evil George Washington Carver? Okay, you know what? I maybe I, I probably didn't watch Pop. I don't think I got around to that. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like I re- I'm really I'm like I because I watch Pop Family regularly, so I don't I don't remember. A, I I know there was a movie, but I don't remember watching the movie. But I do remember watching Kim Possible. Also, uh, Keenan, go ahead and like drag me down because I don't believe I included Descendants because I stopped after two thousand and eight. I believe. Well, that's okay. No, that makes no, that makes complete sense because we already had a discussion that how you didn't think that the conflict existed past two thousand eight. You know that makes no sense. Or before <laughs> nineteen ninety nine, which also makes no sense. But okay. Well, they didn't exist before nineteen ninety nine officially. Yes, they did. It's that doesn't make. Your rebranding doesn't mean that it wasn't that. It wasn't it. It is original. Okay, think of it this way. Were the original movies prior or prior 1999 or post-2008? Yeah. I'm asking a question. Yes. Okay, were they on Disney Channel? Yes, but they weren't considered Disney Channel original movies. Yes, they are considered Disney Channel movies. That is a rebranding. They're considered Disney Channel premiere movies. No, they're considered Disney Channel premiere films. No, they will be original. They still be technically original, the original Disney Channel movies. It's all the same. It's just a rebranding, a re, re, yeah, rebranding. It's like saying Walmart, Walmart Supercenter are two different things. I, so, okay, so. Disney Channel original movies, like I will say, like yes, like there are there were films that like premiered on Disney or whatever before the conception of rebranding it to be Disney Channel original movie. However, like okay, BJ, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to refer to the wiki because you know the the girls of the wiki they put their time to it. The official Disney Channel wiki claims that even though they are different brand names, the first Disney Channel movie is Tiger Town, which was the first Disney premiere film. So according to the wiki, 
which they reflect everything, even though it's a different brand, as still BBC Channel Original Movies. So they refer to Tiger Town as their first decom. And you already established that you consider Descendants a decom, which technically, uh, by your by, by your standards, are, by your logic, isn't considered a Disney Channel movie. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I was saying for I was saying for these questions, like I stopped Pat like at a certain year or whatever, because like none of us would have watched it. None of who would have watched what? Like none of us, me, you, or Don. Don, he makes sense of this. I don't know what he's saying. I'm moving on. No, 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 no. I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying for the verses, I stopped at a certain movie or whatever because I was just like, oh, I don't think any of us would have like watched it. I didn't consider that you watched Descendants. I didn't know that. Okay, fair. All right. But I also never watched. I also didn't watch most of these movies that I mentioned today. I thought you would have, like, which was like really, it was honestly like a shock to me that you hadn't watched Disney Channel original movies because you're so Disney. I know, but also Disney Channel wasn't really my thing until High School Musical happened. I feel that. Then I fell out of it again because I wasn't really into Sweet Life of Zach and Cody or even Stevens or etc. <laughs> Next up, Cowbells versus Wendy Wu. It's Wendy Wu for me. Still didn't see it. Wendy Wu. But also, there, there's a note on the uh, Disney Channel original film, Don. It says, while well, some identify 1997 I was on the film. Channel wiki, not Wikipedia, the Disney Channel fandom wiki. That's when they go and make, like, the fans of Disney Channel go and make a, a Wikipedia page just for Disney Channel things, content. I can see in the link. I gotcha. I'm, I was going off of the, the wiki Disney See, I'm going off the Disney one because people actually put more time in the Disney Channel wiki instead of the Wikipedia page of decoms. I got you. It's like, it's the reason why, especially when we play games like Villainous, there's a whole Villainous wiki and we refer to that because like, people put in the time and effort to find the things out and really dig deep. Next up. Cheetah Girls 2 versus High School Musical 2. High School Musical 2. High School Musical 2. I also didn't watch Cheetah Girls, Girls 2. I can't speak on that, so. I say Cheetah Girls 2 from Strut alone. Got a strut like you mean it. Whack, All right, it's a 50-50 split for these two. Return to Halloween Town versus a pile of garbage. Garbage. 71% said return to Halloween Town. 29% said a pile of garbage. A pile of garbage. Jump um, in. It's honestly the same film. Jump in versus which is two. I'm going with jump in. Jump in. I have a thing either. 46% said jump in, jump out, and introduce yourself. And then 54% said Tia and Tamara. My twin bit like Tia Tamara. Camp Rock versus Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. I still didn't see the other. I wasn't that interested. Camp Rock. Camp Rock because it was the more popular one. So I'll be with the girls. 79% said Camp Rock. 21% said um, Sharpay. She's one fabulous. Cheetah Girls One World versus Wizard of Waverly Place movie. 
We didn't know there was a Wizard of the Place movie, so. I actually don't. I actually didn't know that either. Yeah, I'm a upstate for voting on this one as well. Yeah, I, I dislike both the same amount. 29, 23% said Cheetah Girls One World, and then 77% said Wizard of the Place movie. All right, finishing out the last five, True or False, Zac Efron sang in all three high school, high school musical movies. No, he did that. Tina is correct, that is false. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought that was a statement, I played a statement that BJ put, I was like, what? You're going to say, not you not doing any research, bitch. <laughs> Let's see. Two people got it wrong. Two people got it wrong. The girl, the guy actually singing in the first one. Who was it? It was Meredith and then Bentley. Fun huh. fact from my from fun fact, when the if I if I'm not mistaken, which I don't think I am, the guy who did voice um Boyton's singing voice in the first movie, um, went, went on tour with the cast. He is actually a famous person. Who Hold is on. it? A famous person you don't know? Yeah, he's white. I don't really know a lot of them. <laughs> um, Drew Seeley. Sure. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Comedian, actor. Um, he was in movies like uh he was the print in another cinderella story with um selena gomez uh he was, in Perfect. he was in i kissed a vampire stuck in the suburbs chalk it up high school musical yeah. oh he was in high school musical too yeah i wouldn't is- call him a celebrity or famous <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't either but th- I I just remember when I was like searching it, they were just like, oh yeah, he was another famous person. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Why? I just maybe didn't know about him. Another really is not even sitting right with me right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's really not famous. And then even reading his work, none of it's notable. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> he wasn't even, he wasn't, he wasn't a big part in Pitch Perfect either. I'm pretty that sure. That sounds like he was, that sounds like he was in High School Musical 2 as like a favor. Or like a thank you for voicing, so voice and singing voice. Because like Efron can't sing. Can't sing at the time for whatever reason. No, I don't think it was that. I think because like that, because High School Musical 1 was entirely too hot for any male at the time. 2006, he was screaming up there for no reason. He's an attractive, Absolutely. Huh? He's an attractive white man. But he's still not a celebrity or famous, so. Yeah, this is him. True or false? No, but true or false? Tia and Tamira switch roles for Twitches. Don't know. The answer is true. I was true. Yeah, the writer wrote each part for Tia and Tamira based on their characters in Sister Sister, and they were just like, "No, no, we would, uh, we would better play this like uh, if it was switched." Um, true or false? Cheetah Girls 2 was shot in five different countries. Oh, where can I go? Tina? I'm right here. I have to um, move around. I'll be back. But I want to say that's a false one. 
That is also correct. Jesus, oh, here it comes. It, it's false. It was only shot in one country, and that was Spain. True or false, it usually takes about a year to film DCOMs. That is our alias. False? You are correct. Also, you can, sometimes it's like within 24 days. It usually takes under like six months. <laughs> but I did read today that it did take them six days to film the song Bet on it from High School Musical 2, which I don't understand why, but work. Because Zach Efron can't sing. Okay, as long as I film it, if you can't sing it. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and so is Kenan. <laughs> right. Um, true or false? Don't look under the bed was the first PG decom. What was it again? Don't look under the bed was the first movie rated PG. The first Disney Channel original movie made it PG. Oh. oh, I don't know. True? True or false? You True? are correct. Damn. All right. Um, also, hit- uh, in that, they, the writer wrote it to where, like, the bad guy and, like, the main character girl, they, they share a kiss. And when he casted them, he casted a black guy for the villain or whatever, surprise, um, and, like, a white girl for the protagonist or whatever. And, like, Disney was trying to beg him, basically, to write them to where they did not kiss because they didn't want an interracial kiss. And he was just like, this happens or I step. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Petty Shade with Keenan Harrow. Okay, I am back. I, Petty Shade I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and, because um, I feel like um, BJ or Don's going to touch on this, so I'm not going to talk. I'm going to get into Miss Milo. Um, but do I have anything in particular? You know what? I'm going to read myself um, because basically I need to just get my shit together. Um, and I was not together and now I'm slowly getting myself back together. That's it. I know it's lame, but I really want to have time for this Milo situation. So, <laughs> work. Okay. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to start off with reading a post. Let me put on my glasses. The post says, and um, it is written by Jared, what's his last name? Josh. Jared, Jared white boy that works at Disney. Anyways, he says 20 years since the discovery of Atlantis, he says inclusion and representation has been a huge focal point for Disney and its characters lately. For me, that's seeing a heroic character wear, who wears glasses and isn't extremely muscular in build, mind you, he's also white, saved the day. Milo's story was way ahead of his time. I don't know how it was literally said in the past, but I'm so glad to see he's finally getting the recognition he so rightfully deserves. No one is talking about the movie currently. I'm thankful to have been a part of this story. And he posted a picture of him and a white girl who I'm only guessing supposed to be Kita. So let me show you something. Okay. <laughs> Milo.
Hello. If you if you guys have never seen Atlantis, which it's been 20 years, literally this year. Um, actually, I think I think it's about to come up today. Today, right? Today. 20 years today. Yeah. So it came out 20 years today or whatever. And it's a story about this white man who sets out to discover a land that has already been discovered. That was his story. He wanted to discover Atlantis, which was lost, quote unquote, or whatever. And it had not been discovered before, even though there were people that already lived there. Does that sound familiar at all? Like, does that not sound like a repetitive history of any like white civilization, like trying to discover land that is not theirs? Wow. So the story isn't ahead of its time. So like, even you saying that is stupid, but also for you to say, okay, it's one thing to say, hey, oh my God, it was so great to see Milo or whatever and me finally getting my first face character, blah, blah, blah. You could have just said that and left. However, you wanted to go ahead and put Disney's inclusion and representation, which <laughs> also the fifth key doesn't really state anything. Well, it doesn't officially state anything that says representation. It says inclusion. And what it wants to include is minority groups like homosexuals and, you know, racial groups and maybe people who are like disabled and such, right? Like, that's pretty great. That's awesome that Disney wants to do this. However, Milo Thatch is a lanky ass white man who happens to wear glasses, which means he may be seeing impaired, which, wow, go off sis, but Disney has like included multiple people who are like impaired in some way, like as a disability. So like, who, who were you celebrating? Who, who, who was it? Like, I, I, I really don't understand because like, you really said this during Pride. You really said this after, wait, what was last month, Don? It's um, Asian, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, Pacific Asian Heritage Month? Yeah. Let's, let's get an official name. No, I'm losing it. I always forget the whole name. I love you, Keenan. I, I, I was just, I, I'm really just trying I'm to, not- I'm Okay, awesome. Because I want to, I just want to give them their flowers. Um, and I don't want to give the flowers to Milo, who is a raggedy ass person who honestly is very conceited or whatever. And he, I, you really just chose to put yourself in a minority group of a lanky white man who wears glasses, who just happens to be the hero. Wow, like, let me tell you, I've never seen that in my life, (laughs) except I have. Actually, I would have, or whatever, if I were were reading at the time uh, on, I wanna say a fourth grade level, I would have read the Harry Potter series that came out in 1997. Hmm, that's wild. Which was also adapted into a movie the same year. Hmm, that's wild, a lanky white man that wears glasses. Oh my goodness. Wow. It's almost like you were already represented. It's almost like in most media, you were already represented on like so many different levels. It's almost like you chose this moment to literally shit on other minorities or whatever, because you just wanted to be highlighted to share this dingy ass photo that you took in like five years ago in Paris. Wow. Also, you don't even really like look great in the character anyways, but that's neither here or there. Also, I, while we're on the thing, um, when I posted that status or whatever, um, addressing this, let me just go ahead and uh, address you, Frank. Um, you said representation is different for, for everyone. I can see myself in Milo, so I can feel this. 
just because you are rep like look that is so wonderful that you are represented however what we are talking about right now is inclusion or whatever like if he had simply just said wow like i felt represented in this character blah 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 thanks disney for giving me the opportunity to be this other white man that like you know i wasn't able to do before even though honestly if i tried out for any other princess i probably would have got because i also am just a generic white man but you wanted to go ahead and also like talk about inclusion without talking about Kida, who was a person of color, without talking about uh hold on. Let me go ahead and like uh get the cast up so I can like name the actual characters. So you didn't want to talk about um Adrian, who was she was a Latina, right? Mm -hmm. I, she was either Latina or Asian. I don't want to just go ahead and like misrepresent her, but like a fierce mama who was just wonderful. There was like a black character who was not a thug and he was, was smart and he was also gentle. There was also a leading lady leading the expedition or whatever, like regardless, she was evil, but like, damn, she was a woman in power. Like you could have talked about all of this representation. You could have talked about all of this inclusion. You could have talked about how this film was very diverse. You could have talked about how literally like the like the diverse cast was maybe ahead of its time, which it still really wasn't because uh, you also had Brandy Cinderella, but Anyways, you chose to talk about yourself, a white man, because you felt like, wow, inclusion, blah, 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 blah. No, shut the fuck up. You just wanted to talk about yourself and you could have just said that. You could have said, wow, 20 years of Atlantis. I'm so glad I got to do this role. You could have just said that. But like, you chose this tone deaf ass status or whatever to what? Like, wow, I guess I'm included in a minority. Sir, stop Stop looking for a reason to be oppressed. Post your little ugly ass picture and go on about your day. That's all I got to say about that. And I will say something, something, one thing I've been saying all day, if there's one person in the entire world who's been overrepresented on all forms of media throughout the inception of media is the white male. That's the one person you have, you've seen every version of the white male you can see in your life. <laughs> And so I understand why you're so pressed about being represented when you have been the entirety of your life. I'm going to throw in. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I didn't piece this together, but uh, Princess Kida was Cree Summers. Like, wow, a black icon. You could have been like, wow, like, wonderful. That's like, so great for her. Like being fucking working, honey. You could have you talked about so much in this fucking movie, but you chose to talk about what yourself? Um, I'm just gonna just gonna just gonna spend ball here because I really want to just do. I really felt that BJ needed to get that out. Um, with for my thing is like with inclusion, it's just like like you said, like you the white the cis white male, cis straight white male, has been regardless of whatever form he takes, has been included like Don said all up and through media. Every period. every every media like any kind of media radio. Yeah. We're not going to do, and then you was like trying to say people, I guess, representing the, um, or including maybe not uh, Western attractive, but I can't even say that because there's plenty of coming of age stories with involving people who are involving um, cis white straight men who aren't buff or attractive, I guess. 
all through media across, across different platforms. I just happened to look up stuff. I'm like, no, because I went through, like, you know, I guess male heroes. I was like, there's, I guess I kind of see what he's saying, but the only thing he kind of has is like the glasses. Because prior to Atlantis, we had Hunchback in Notre Dame. We've had the Rescuers Down Under. We've had, um, uh, those are the two that come onto mind at this moment. Uh, Mary Poppins, depending on how you want to spend the story. I mean, there's plenty of people who are not like her that representing, I guess, that type of masculinity. As Don said, it's like every piece of that of the white male has been represented through every form of media time and time again of varying age. So that's not it, baby. The biggest thing for me is that we're including Disney inclusion key because I actually went back and reread the, the official Disney Parks blog post and they announced it and went through it. If you go back and read things, they talk about including. They 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 talk about um creating things for Tian. Talk about updating rides like the Jungle Cruise. Things we've seen like they're taking things out to make it inclusion. They talk about soul. They talk about the Jazz Festival, Disney Springs. All things are minority groups. It's very clear the intent is to include minority groups in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the 50 does not exclusively claim that we're only including minority groups, but that obviously is the intent. That is clearly the intent. And uh-huh. so we can't over here and take this thing out of context when the context of why it was added means something. There's never been a fifth key. There's never been any more keys. There were four keys you already had. It was that, and that was that only. So the context <laughs> of the society is very important to talk about the fifth key. You can't just lose that. You mm-hmm. can't lose the conversation. No. That's just being willfully ignorant to put. And then I guess you because I thought about that too. Willfully ignorant, ignorant. I guess the argument that he could have made would be like, "Oh, but you're excluding me from the inclusion key." I'm like, "We're not excluding you from anything because you're included in everything." You're already you're 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 already included. We're trying to be included. We're still trying yeah. to get here. You're you've been there, baby. You started here. <laughs> I'm still trying to, get, trying to find a building. Okay. <laughs> Some of us are still driving and trying to find, like trying to get the address. Somebody, we haven't even seen the address yet for the building. You're already in the room, honey. Girl, we still trying to figure out what direction to go with that. The old fold-up maps, honey. It's like, it's like when people, like, it, it's like he almost, no, 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 no. He had to have known. Because, like, when directors are writing or whatever, like, the directors that are, you know, basically, like, getting these movies and everything like that, like, they're thinking about white guys like you. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we want somebody who, like, the our audience can, like, hyperimpose on or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, who can do that? Like, probably, like, some, like, you know, like, lanky guy. He doesn't have to be, like, super attractive or anything like that. But, like, kind of, like, average guy, blah, 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 and everything like that. We see it all the fucking time. And you just, you really just chose this moment just to talk about yourself. And you could have just did that. You could have just talked about yourself. But you're talking about inclusion and representation. Like, boy, go suck a dick and die. Definitely, actually. I have a person to stand for this person, so, but like, but see, even knowing him and I've been trying to be like, really trying to like go in, go in, this is on brand for him, just completely self-centered, completely oblivious, um, completely, what'd you say? Extremely tone deaf. Tone deaf and just trying to make themselves seem more special than what they are, which it's not. It was very offbeat. It was very unseasoned. The chicken was given very much dry. Like it was, I, it was giving me um, uh, the lemon and rosemary macaroni and cheese. Oh God! So that's we what don't it was have to me. talk about that. It's done. Are you frozen? 
<laughs> I think he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it, he, when Don, like when I saw this, when I saw this post, I was just like, I, he, is he talking about Kita? Oh, no, he's not. He's talking about Milo and Milo's story and how that was. Which isn't even original. Like everybody, like there's so many, there's, Nothing ever, oh my God, there's nothing really original about that movie outside of like maybe the animation style. This man <laughs> basically just told the story of Columbus. I discovered Atlantis, where all of these people already are. Right now, leading, done. Atlanta story, done. Was just like, stupid. I, I, I really, when I saw this, I really wanted to physically fight this man. I still do. When I see him, it might be on site. I say want to physically fight him, so. <laughs> like, it might be on site if I ever see this man again. Because, gross. Listen. He was probably. When Disney comes pick up, you can catch him on Main Street USA at 8 30, 7 30, 9 30, and 11. <laughs> he was probably one of those, uh, one of the Jungle Book dancers that were just like, I'm so good, I'm so ethnic. No, I can't see him. He thinks he's good though. That was also the delusion. But see, like the the the, the delusion is so real with him specifically. But with so many people that um, work for the company as well. But him specifically, just like, you can't possibly thought that when you wrote that out that you were doing something. Milo's story was ahead of its time. Bitch, no, it came out next year. How ahead of its time was it? It, it was, but see, it wasn't. It was very on brand for 2001. Very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nah, it was not. Nothing groundbreaking was happening in that. Was in that, which, uh, no, the only thing groundbreaking was the animation style, which didn't even pick up. So. The only thing groundbreaking in Atlantis was they were going underground. That's it. That was the groundbreaking part. That's all. The mole, the mole in in uh, Atlantis was groundbreaking. No, it wasn't because of the other disgusting characters that dig in the ground in previous media form. So. Oh no no no! I I literally just meant groundbreaking. He broke ground. That's it. That's all. <laughs> Don, who are you throwing shade at? Um. Okay, I put on my list just a handful. <laughs> my list. It was a lot. Don's list. I just have three now. Out of 40. No, no, no. Out of five. Okay, my first one <laughs> is, so this week I casually somehow got on watching sitcoms and they were playing in the background. And just like how rampant homophobia and transphobia was, it's just fucking disgusting. Wait, in what? In sitcoms. What were you watching? Friends just happened to be on. Why were you watching Friends? It just happened to be on. I was... It was, I was tired, I was laying down. The day after okay. I finally moved. So just do it on, so I just need some background noise. And just the, and it was an episode where Monica and Chandler are getting married. For those who do not know, um, actually, let me do a research or something. I'm gonna look this up, but I do not know. I'm gonna make sure I say this the right way. Uh, hold on, sorry. Monica is Ross's sister? Sister, yes. And Rachel and Ross was together. Yeah, hold on one second. 
Okay, that's correct. So Charles's father, sorry, Charles as well. Um, Chandler's father is a drag queen. He brought the his mom that his parents got divorced, he became a drag queen. Which the show writes him terribly. Like every time you see his father come on screen, he's dressed in drag, fully done up, <laughs> which is not how drag queens do. Nobody's coming out to a gig not getting paid like that constantly. And so they make all these like transphobia jokes, all these homophobia. I'm like, oh my, it's just constantly. Wait, so they so they wrote him as a drag queen, but he was presenting more trans. He's so he came to the wedding in a presenting female. So he was trans and not a drag queen, but they was just. That's how loose it was. I thought I should go back and double check exactly where he was. I didn't know if he was if she chose, but no, it, he was a drag queen. Okay. And they just wrote the character as they just always came dressed in drag, apparently. Which acts any drag. I mean, nobody's constantly walking around the city in drag, and if they have to. Ask like, anybody. why would you? That just seems so tiring. It's uncomfortable. Being drag is right. not comfortable. You're literally padded and wrapped and tucked and like strapped in. So just the blinking like just jokes. In that 30 minute episode, there were at least 17, I counted. And I was like, oh my God. Now the antithesis of that, I watched Two Broke Girls maybe the next day, and I was like, no, this is how you write comedy. This is how you include people with out writing homophobic or transphobic jokes. It's actually really possible to write gay jokes that are funny, but not homophobic. Because the thing is, like, when you, when you, like, joke on someone or whatever, despite, like, their race or gender or anything like that, like, you don't have to invalidate somebody. Like you don't have to invalidate someone or like disrespect their identity for it to be funny. So like, if I were to be like, um, if I were to be like, oh, like look at Don, blah, blah, blah. And I know that Don is gay and everything like that. I'm like, okay, girl, go hop on the dick or something like that, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not, I'm, that's not being homophobic. I'm speaking to your character or whatever. I'm making fun of you because you a hoe. But I'm not, uh, <laughs> but I'm not like, I, I'm not like, wait, you said what? I just got it. I'm slow. Please get to <laughs> But I'm not like, I'm not being homophobic in that. However, if I was to be like, uh-uh, get your faggot ass on, blah, 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 blah. Like, I know you and everything like that. Like, and then I say a whole bunch of like stereotypical stuff. It's like, um, what, what? For why? Like, if you look at, like, old kings of comedy stuff, it's just like, ah, problematic. It's just like, and people, and they're really just struggling, because people are like, I don't understand, people want to fit in, they need reputation. This is why, because people grew up, listening to years of this, years of jokes on who they are as a person. And no matter that's trauma. That is fully trauma. Yeah. No matter what, I wouldn't cut it. That's my first read. My second read is to the state of Georgia. <laughs> ass bitches. Um, so in case you guys don't know, the MLB pulled their all-star games out of Georgia after they passed their voter suppression law. Um, so Georgia's now suing the MLB for lost wages. <laughs> and everybody keeps commenting things like, keep policies out of sports. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So first of all, it's something the Republicans love to do. They love to fight something that not until it starts hurting them. They love to say business can do whatever the fuck they want until they're doing something you don't like them doing, and now you're mad and press. This corporate, this company who 
just chose. There was no contract. There was not like, hey, we signed a contract with the city. The All-Star Games changes and they said, we're not doing a casino because we're not bringing you money when you're over here writing voter suppression bills. We're not playing that game. We're not doing that. So don't right. be mad when they move their game, which is once again, their game to move because you're losing money. Like, okay, you could also just not be fucking dumb twats who are literally just going off of the basis of racism. Um, so just to break, just to boil it down, we could talk about how we love this, I know this wild thing that gay bakery in the Midwest. Yeah, it's now legal precedent that the company can do what they want to do. That is a legal precedent. The Supreme Court decided on that, that the gay were in their right to refuse to serve them. Boom, that's the legal precedent, and that is now the law. So y'all got your way, and this is what happens when you get your way. Corporate and that's federally, like, right? Once the Supreme Court decides, something that is the law. Yeah. So that's the whole point of judicial. Like, like, we have the laws. You can go to courts to make to overturn that the law is the new way. So once the Supreme Court is the highest court in the, all the country, once they decide on the law is, that is a law, and only they can reverse their, their, their opinion on it. Let's go back to the Supreme Court for them to reverse it. Right. So, like, now that is that is a legal precedent for anything doing with that. So, don't be mad when it's getting used against you. Just don't. And then my third one is another just quick read. Ron and Sentence could literally burn. I wish you would burn sooner. I don't understand why you thought it'd be cute to sign a tra- an anti-transport spell to law on June 1st. You thought you were doing something, but I really just hope you just burn. Who did what? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis signed an anti-transport spell. So basically, in Florida currently, if you're trans, you cannot compete in certain sp- any sports, like a high school level, high school club or collegiate level. Hmm. Okay. Wow. DeSantis is really just... Well, he's just a terrible person for the gate, so. Like, every time I look at him, I'm just like, oh, he's the villain. He's the dumb villain. Is he? He's not uh, great. Isn't he also Hispanic? No, you're thinking of Mark Rubio, who's a senator. Mm, oh, no, I was he's thinking of Ted Cruz. I was thinking about Ted Cruz. He's also a dumb villain. Yeah. And now for a positive moment. So for those that don't know, I moved out of our apartment this week and moved to a storage unit. And the lady working, her name is Rachel. Sorry, her name is Robin. She is a positive ray of sunshine. She's incredible. She was still the highlight of my week interacting with her. And so I just love when people, especially in customer service role, are just really great at their jobs and really actually caring. And she's a store manager. And honestly, I'm happy where my money's going, knowing that she's there. Absolutely mm-hmm. happy. She used to the Halloween, made my heart happy. Just truly a great person in and out. Also, she looks fucking great. She was like, just asked me to have a boyfriend. I was like, no, girl, I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm moving to single life. And he was like, how old are you? I said, 27. I said, how do I look? I said, you look like, like early 30s at the most, baby. She's like, I'm 45. And I said, period. I have a 20-year-old daughter. I said, work. We Absolutely. And see, when you're not problematic, you don't look problematic. Um, and that's my positive moment for the week my positive moment for the week um i think would have to be last night we had a movie night and it was very successful we watched it chapter two and um i think i want to establish something like that like you know just to like chill out or whatever 
uh, twice a month and it's gonna be like a movie night alternating game night. So yeah, like first movie night of the apartment uh, success and can't wait to have more. Cute. And for me, I will say the positive thing for me um, happened actually today, earlier this morning. I um, opened my email and I expected a whole lot to happen right there. And then I got an email from Universal Studios saying that they will be, they were just doing a tally of who they have seasonally and if I was interested to work this summer and kind of gave me a glimmer of hope to be hopefully performing soon. That's awesome. Yes. Definitely brightened my day. Actually, a whole lot. <laughs> Will you be twerking down the street? Um, hopefully soon. But I mean, obviously, brush ups, and I don't know what the. This is like the beginning, but unlike, um, but at least this company is like you know, it's finally communicating, and according to the email, plans on having, being doing everything full, force, in the summer. And that's loose, but it's the summer, so. And the but summer like. Is- but well, like once you're perf- like performing, twerking for sure. Oh, but Keenan, Keenan, I got something that's better for you. If if Universal does fall through, Zero is holding auditions next week for their summer parade. Thank you so much, guys, for um for tuning into Petty Polars. My name is Keenan. <laughs> I am BJ. You don't want to work for Zero again, girl. And that's done. Fuck yeah. it. Fuck Zero. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Oh, my God.